Newswired. Welcome, Newswired, everybody. We got a great show for you tonight. This is Edmonton's freshest news show, and I'm your host, Free, and I'm joined here with my co-host, B. What up? We got a great episode for you tonight. We're going to be talking about the recent further release of information regarding access of the CIA and other intelligence agencies to access your personal data and communications. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the proposed Republican health care bill and Trump's accusation of the Obama administration for wiretapping him during the presidential election. We're also going to be making a killer show announcement a little bit later on, so make sure you stick around for that. Finally, finally releasing this, this show. We've been teasing it for so long. Uh, we're live inside the Air Quote studio, and we're broadcasting on gradio.ca. Uh, as always, if you want, so, got something you want to add to the conversation, you can get at us over Skype and Twitter at gradioyeg. Uh, B, let's kick it off with uh, Rapid Fire. What do you got for us tonight? Rapid Fire. All right. So first up, we got Women's March organizers arrested during a day without a woman rally. So in the uh, rally in New York... They basically tried to surround the Trump Tower. Uh, cops showed up, arrested them all, and now the march leaders are calling on people to meet at the 7th Precinct, where those women are being held, um, to show solidarity with their sisters. Again, that comes on today, which is International Women's Day. Shout out to our women listeners. Shout out to women. Big we up. need to get some a female uh, co-host, I think. Yeah. A female correspondent, at least. So, if you're a female correspondent out there, get at us. We'll call you once in a while. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, International Women's Day again. We've got uh, a woman in Edmonton was left with two broken arms in road rage incident. I don't know. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't. So uh, not too far from where I live, or where I used to live anyways, by Ritchie in King Edward uh, Park, which is like a community just out of the White Ave. I guess yeah, this, that's where this, I'm from is King Edward. Yeah, this lady pulled up behind a guy. He was blocking the road, and so she honked her horn. And he, like, moved out of the way, and then she went to drive home, and he basically just followed her home, got out, and then beat her with a rebar and broke both her arms. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, straight up. Happened yesterday. Oh, my God. So, they're looking so for this sad. guy. He's, like, a... He, they say he's six foot tall, white. So, is it just, average like, a white straight dude. up uh, road rage kind of incident? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yep. Some people. <clears throat> so, there's that. I wonder, I, can't he, I wonder where he was in a rush to get to. I can't believe they haven't been, like, they haven't, like, arrested him yet. Well, I so mean... like someone should be... Especially some generic looking guy in some generic looking I car. Guess. They don't have a license plate. It's pretty easy to, you they know. They got like in. this first digit of the license plate and they got. I'm sure, the type I'm sure of they'll find car. it at some point. It seems like they got um, a, a picture of him yeah. in, the, in, the, in the news article I was reading, anyways. Yeah, definitely. Well, I hope they catch him. I really am curious as to where he was heading that this, uh, whatever. Well, happened. no, he was, he was like parked in the middle of the road and, and she honked at him. And then he pulled over, and she drove past him. And then because she honked at him, he followed her home. Wow. Having a bad day or what? No doubt. That's like, a little tough. Sorry for honking at you. Yeah. Watch your horns, everybody. Crazy people out there. Or, no, or carry a weapon with you. Yeah. More guns. Um, next <laughs> up, we got Canada extending military mission in Ukraine to 2019. So it was announced today. Trudeau announced that they're going to be extending the mission in Ukraine. Uh, which means more troops over there. But some people, my Ukrainian friends are all happy about this. Well, does that mean, I think the Canadian forces are, they're not going to Crimea or the conflicted zone. They're going to Western Ukraine to kind of yeah, to try to solidify the border. Well, I think what they're doing there is training Ukrainian troops, how to use like things like sniper rifles and, and do like small arms training and stuff like that. 
Yeah, man. I think that's what's happening with it. Well, as we discussed a, a little while ago, there's a huge uh, split in Ukraine between East and West. First, uh, but one side kind of favors the EU, and the other one is kind of pro-Russian. So, I could see a civil war happening there. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, well, we know which side uh, Canada decided to be on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> At least until 2019. Is um, that the NATO agreement? I don't know if it's a NATO agreement. It might just be a Canadian agreement with Ukraine. I know our foreign minister is Ukrainian, so... Definitely lots of uh, Ukrainians here in Canada, especially Western Canada. Um, another one, kind of Canadian... Well, maybe we'll go through this one. Well, we'll do the Canadian woman, another woman one. International Women's Day, what up? Canadian woman en route to Vermont spa denied entry to U.S., told she needs an immigrant visa, even though she was born in Canada. Her name is Manpreet Kunar, and so her parents are... Are immigrants from India, but she's she not. Born in she's born in Canada. Well, why would they? I mean, is that straight discrimination? Because if you show up as a citizen and you have a birth certificate, then who are they to be like, can't come in? Yeah. Well, basically, they're just they're just saying that. Yeah. They're just I don't know. Basically, like traveling while brown now is an TWB. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> uh, last on the list of the uh, little headliners in our world tour. Is uh, Edmonton Edmonton restaurants make the uh, Canada's top 100? Nice, which isn't bad. Only three of them, but I didn't expect any to make the top 100 in Canada. So, well, what's to be uh, what's like, there's three of them? 100 restaurants? Yeah. What do you think? So that's three percent. Does Edmonton have three percent of Canada's population? What do you What do you guess? What What do you think the I bars think it are? does because one percent of 30 million is no wait. It's got way more, so we're underrepresented. Yeah, well, we have pretty terrible cuisine. No, I guess that's a vote on. That's a vote Happy on. Happy family and like. Yeah. I'd say that's on par for how many people are in Canada. Steel wheels, pizza. Um, well, the three bars that the uh, that encapsulate those restaurants are Bar Brico. I guess I checked it out. It looks pretty good. Didn't seem that expensive. Have not been. Uh, seemed like kind of fancy food looked like a fancy menu but it didn't seem that expensive like it was all under like all the main courses were under 20 bucks so that's not that bad um then there was corso 32 which is like uh an italian like pasta restaurant yeah see i like pasta but i can never bring myself to buy it in a restaurant because Dude, the markup is like they're so like insane. it's like 40 dollars for a plate there that's ridiculous it's crazy i was like no wonder <laughs> this one made the, the top the no wonder this one made the top 100 restaurants yeah. like they just charge up and then the third one i've actually been to which is awesome it's called rostizado it is awesome that is like the best restaurant yeah, that I've really hands good. down well mexican food right uh is it Mexican? Yeah. It's like the chicken and uh, pulled pork uh, and stuff? Well, yeah, but it's a Trey Carnelli restaurant. Yeah. So well, it's definitely no, a Mexican-inspired Yeah, that's true. Thing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm a, a, a known advocate of Mexican cuisine. Fuck oh, man. <laughs> Trey uh, Carnelli's is good, too, but Rusty's yeah. is like, oh, man. Well, it's a little bit less a little of, bit more uh, fancy and less of a street meat and more of like yeah. a, a restaurant. Oh, man, I've so only been there once, but it was really good. Yeah, me too. I want to go back, but with a couple because just me and my girlfriend, it was not enough food or it was way too much yeah, food. Right. Like we could have had, it would have been nice to order like the full chicken and the full uh, pork. Yeah. I did that at that restaurant it. meat uh, right next to next act. Yeah. I, I liked Ross's auto better oh. than meat. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I didn't like meat as much. Yeah. It was okay. It was okay. But I just got like, we ordered so much food and we're like, how, what are we going to do? There's two of us. We're just like never going to finish this. Straight up. Yeah. All right. So, um, that ends it. For our rapid fire session, um, up next we got Trump Watch. All right, let's move into there. Lots of lots of stuff, uh, lots of stuff going on south of the border lately. Like a lot of big stories have happened last week. 
A couple. One is, of course, uh, Donald Trump accusing Obama of wiretapping him and Trump Tower uh, in the lead up to the 2016 presidential election. There was also a recent uh, release of a bunch of documents claiming that the United States or that the American intelligence agencies have kind of evidence that they have access to a lot more consumer products than was kind of initially known. I think it's kind of something that's been speculated on for a long time, but now they kind of have the evidence to prove it. And uh, also, the Republicans are preparing to release their own health care bill to the one that they plan to repeal and replace Obamacare with. Uh, I think this is a, the, probably the biggest issue going into this thing right now. This is the bill that they're trying to replace the hated Obamacare bill with. It's something they've been hating on for so long and just railing against it. Not so much because they hate what's in it, but because they hate the guy that kind of proposed it. And now looking at the thing that they're replacing, replacing it with. It, there we go. Thanks, B. To look at the uh, what they're replacing it with is very much the same as Obamacare. A lot of the admissions or the provisions that were originally in it, such as you can stay on your health parents' health care bill 2026 and that everyone can get coverage. So they can't refuse you based on pre-existing conditions. Those things kind of stay. But one of the things that they were really adamant on getting rid of was the what's called the uh, individual mandate. The individual mandate says that everyone uh, has to have it. And if they don't have it, they have to pay a fee. Mm. And they got rid of that. But what it does is all the healthy people no longer have to pay into the healthcare system. So it's only sick people that have to pay into it. And because of that, they're the most expensive ones. They have to pay for it. All of their premiums are exploding out of control and will continue to do so. So they're kind of replacing this bill with a m- another one that's way more shitty than the one that they currently have. Good job, America. Yeah, As well, we know up here, I mean, like you got to have everyone paying into it. We could see that going. one coming. Like the Republicans wanted to replace that health care as soon as they brought it in. That's why they called it Obamacare yeah. rather than calling it the Safe and Affordable Care Act. Yeah, totally. Because he wants to get rid of the Safe and Affordable Care Act. But if I want to get rid of a bill, I'll call it, call yeah. it Obamacare. Oh, yeah. It's like new like, speak. Ob- just, Obama, uh, big brother, trying to take care of me. No, he ain't going to take care of me. Get off my lawn. Until I get the bladder cancer and got to go in and get the... Seriously, it's just the way that they, they use language to kind of uh, push narrative. Uh, this one there, you know, Obamacare is the big bad guy. Like there's that guy, I think we talked a little while ago, this guy on the internet railing against Obamacare. And he's like, oh yeah, I just want to get rid of Obamacare. I need the Affordable Care Act to get my medicine. This guy's like, uh, they're the same thing, you dumbass. <laughs> Didn't even know. Uh, the other story. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to read this little quote that I saw from on Twitter from Donald Trump. Um one of the things that he said, he said on his Twitter feed is that don't worry, getting rid of state lines, which will promote competition, will be in phase two and three of the healthcare rollout. I just, when I was reading through this, I thought it was so funny because they're kind of using this uh, healthcare thing to pass a whole bunch of different kind of legislation, like removing state lines to really inc- like expand the federalist system. America, of course, is supposed to be a very state-based system, and it's just further expanding the, the executive it looks like a power grab by the executive branch. Definitely. Yeah, so that's pretty funny. Funny times that Twitter is going to be like a source in textbooks for a long time to come. Yeah, no joke. Like, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. No, and then this one uh, along, and then that kind of segues us into Obama claiming that Donald Trump, or, or, or that Donald Trump claiming that Obama was 
wiretapping him. Yeah. So also the, on Twitter, like at six a.m., this guy's just going nuts. Like they're they're spying on me. But now I'll say I have no doubt that the NSA was in fact spying on him. Yeah, for sure. He was totally <laughs> getting spied on. Like of course he was getting spied like, on. He's for crazy sure. Donald Trump. Like yeah, it's if crazy anyone Donald was Trump spied on his trying to get Rex Tillerson in the White House. Like yeah. okay, of course they're yeah, so tapping I don't, his phones. I don't see. I'm that surpri- I'm more surprised that he was surprised that he was being yeah, wiretapped. Like, what the like fuck? that he was like. Wow, I can't believe they're wiretapping me. It's like, well, I, I I was under the assumption that like most people are being wiretapped. Yeah. So like the one of the one of the more rich people in America that's like running for presidency and saying they're going to blow up the world. Like, yeah, and saying they're going to like dismantle the entire American establishment and yeah, you know, totally all this stuff. Definitely, I, I can't believe his, he's surprised by that. Yeah, well, I'm I'd be surprised, surprised if he was being surprised at a lot of things that Trump does. I guess the the issue is that you know saying the NSA is doing it and saying Obama is doing it is kind of two different things. Uh, that really implicates Obama as like nefariously going after him, which who knows he did or not. I'm, I'm not. I don't well, know, Obama but. came out, or at least somebody in Obama's camp, like so, so one of his advisors or something like that, that had served with him, said that um, presidents can't actually authorize um, uh, search warrants or like can't authorize um, investigations like that because it all goes under the FBI and the right. FBI operates independently of the, yeah. of the, uh, so the they were definitely spying on him, whether or not Obama ordered it. Yeah. I don't think Obama had to order it. I think the NSA and the CIA were I like, think you could well, maybe, this is I think you could maybe influence people. Like he could call people and be like, Hey, could you look into this? And like, maybe I'll give you like a favor if you give, do this for me. But like, I don't think you can order people to do that. No. So I don't think you would ever find a written record that you could prove it that he had ever done it. No, I don't think he, he would be, be dumb enough to pin his name to that anyway, even if yeah, he was doing it. Definitely. But the CIA kind of spies on everyone through this like, like giant dragnet of information technology that they kind of have placed over anyone, which uh, I guess kind of leads us into our third story, which is uh, the CIA spying. So a few days ago, the New York Times released uh, an article saying that – or um, WikiLeaks has released a whole bunch of documents uh, implicating the CIA in spying on consumer devices. It's kind of a follow-up to Edward Snowden's um, leaks that went through the WikiLeaks a little while ago. Uh, their report, uh, CNN is reporting that the NSA and WikiLeaks have released sensitive inf- information, which is thousands of pages of documents. Uh, it says that the CIA can hack into iPhone and Android phones, smart TVs, and even cars, which is pretty... Uh, pretty crazy it's called vault 7 and it's the most uh, comprehensive release of u.s spying files ever made public uh they date from 2013 to 2016 and it details the software capabilities of the cia such as the ability to compromise smartphones and basically anything with kind of a microphone and a camera in it they were even implicated in hacking angela's merkel's phone which i'm sure they'll won't be too happy about and this is all about the t- all amongst the backdrop of america whining on the u.s on russia's you know, hacking its documents and they're just like spying on everybody. Oh, whoops. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, as if anybody thought this was a surprise either. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like it's, it's interesting that it all came out, but like, I wasn't surprised by it. No, I'm not either. I think it's going to be a big story. I think it's something we're going to be talking about in the future, but yeah, like this is not surprising. Everyone knew they were doing this. I think the thing that what the one thing that is interesting is that 
people would have been talking about the iPhone's encryption technique. Remember that San Bernardino shooter? They're trying to get into his phone. Yeah, I think and that was that, all for show. I think so too. That was just like because they they knew, it was the same as like when they cracked the uh, the code in World War Two, and they like they could have gone and saved like a bunch of like concentration camp survivors, but they were like, no, we must maintain the code so we can know what they're doing. Yeah, and so they just kind of like gave up hundreds of thousands of people so that they could like save maybe other hundreds of thousands or like their hundreds of thousands of people. Perhaps. Well, if you'll remember way back into I think it was the first or second episode, uh, we talked about the police using Stingray, which is uh, an, you know, an American intelligence device which mimics a cell phone tower and then can take the communication between it. And uh, if you remember, we recommended to use an app like Signal to kind of mask, to hide that through encryption. But what this these documents have said is that now uh, the CIA will just spy on your phone before it's sent. So when you're typing something or saying something, uh, the intelligence community can have access to that before it's sent or after it's sent through the network mm. so that it avoids the encryption process altogether. Mm. So basically everything you write and say on your phone is compromised. All laptops and webcams and <laughs> TV cameras and all that stuff can be accessed even if it seems to be off. So. That is big. It's super big, brother, e man. Like now, yeah. Well, I mean, it's I, like again, it's like it's like uh, we talked about with the uh, the prison of the Panopticons it's being watched all the time. He's got to live. With I it. mean, you can see it coming, though. Yeah, it's I mean, we can take see. solace in the fact that they don't do it. To, they claim it's not used for Americans, only foreign people. So that includes us. Yeah. Well, I mean, all our internet runs through the states. So absolutely. Uh, I don't know. That's a that's a it's a big deal, but again, not surprising. Yeah, none definitely. of these stories are surprising. That's the worst yeah. It's part. <laughs> it's like it's you. It's come to it's like my I expected that like 15 years ago, and yeah. it's really I they're they're just not there yet. Yeah, same with the healthcare. Same with uh, you know any of that stuff. That's kind of a bummer. Bummer, dude. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, I was reading this article saying that um, because of these accusations by Donald Trump, it might open him up to further impeachment. Is that gonna yeah, happen? I read that too. That uh, impeachment was. I think this impeachment thing is just coming. like. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be good. It, Mike Pence will be the president then. Yeah, I think it's just a, a word that people don't really know what it means and don't really think it. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah, it would be hard to. He'd have to be pinned for something that he did that was illegal. Yeah. Which is really how you get an imp- impeachment process happening. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do we got next? Uh, how about. Oh, uh, Ben Carson. This is still in Trump watch. Um, Trump cabinet member Carson uh, comes out and says slaves were just immigrants. So President Donald Trump's housing secretary uh, provoked a firestorm saying that the slaves brought from Africa were immigrants who dreamed of success for their families in the United States. Hmm. Ben Carson, who is African-American, made the stunning remarks during an address to employees at the Department of Housing and Urban Development in Washington. So this is a guy tasked with, like, I don't know, public housing. Probably Who's mostly, a brain surgeon? Mostly for African Americans. And he's saying that slavery was good for, for African Americans. Yeah. This is what land, America is all about. A land of dreams and opportunity. A retired neurosurgeon who grew up in a poor Detroit ghetto. Well, I guess he did become a neurosurgeon from poverty-stricken Detroit ghetto. That's some. Yeah, so everybody should be able to, right? Yeah, right. There were other. <laughs> Why aren't you a brain surgeon? <laughs> he says there were other immigrants who came here in the bottom of slave ships, worked even longer, even harder for less, but they too had a dream. 
Hmm. Man, can you imagine if a white guy said this? What would happen? That's inflammatory for sure. Yeah. Like, I can't believe he's getting, like, that's, he's getting away with it. I guess he's not, but you can't be saying stuff like that. It's horrible. <laughs> Clearly not true. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, another headline. U.S. and Germany should discuss trade outside the EU. A Trump advisor comes out and says. So a guy named Peter Navarro, he's one of the uh, Trump admins trade advisors, uh, said Monday that the trade with Germany um, was one of the most difficult trade issues, the $65 billion trade deficit with Germany, and they needed to reduce it outside of European Union restrictions, which is really a move by the states to uh, try to break up the European bloc. Now, if you are a Russia supporter, that would be probably the best thing that you'd want to do with a Trump presidency is really break up uh, the one block that really remains that's, uh, you know, stands against them. Is being the EU? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you can break that up, then you leave, then Germany just stands alone. Yeah. And then Russia can kind of freely sell to everybody else. So. Yeah. France is going hard, right? If Germany's not going far right, if they keep the EU together, they can still control the EU. Yeah. But if the EU is broken up, then like Germany's a lot back of, uh, by itself. Economic influence might have to start up with the old military influence. Yeah. Well, right now I'm hoping Germany does. Yeah. yeah isn't that isn't that nice. how times have changed? Yeah, no doubt, right? Like, Germany's, come on, Germany, get an army together. Germany is totally <laughs> set to like be the good guy this time around, though. Yeah. Well, if anything, Germany knows how to fight Russia, so they can do that. Totally. They just need like an excess population. Mm, I wonder where they're going to get that from. Mm, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Get citizenship in Germany as long as you serve in the army. You can see that happening. Um, Yeah, we went through the wiretapping with with Trump. Real classic, classic styles. Yeah. Um, I think that's everything of our 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 Trump watch. That went quick. <laughs> yeah, no I guess these stories are pretty uh, kind of like, kind of straightforward. Like is what it is. Yeah, I mean Trump's still messing up the world. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Jeff Sessions has got to go. He's on the way out. So. Oh, is he on the way out? Well, this uh, scandal's really caught, catching up to him. So the whole Russia scandal. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Man, this is crazy. Like the amount of smoke that's coming out of this thing. It's kind of hard to like deny it anymore. You know? Yeah, and you wonder. I if, still like, think that the media's out to get Trump, but. And you, you wonder how much, like, John McCain is pulling, like, the, um, what was that, uh, senator in the 1950s that was, McCarthy? like... Yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, saying... I feel like McCarthy John McCain thing. is, like, a McCainism. Like, he's very, like, scared, be fair, free, free to the Russians, but I don't know. I saw the, an interesting documentary the other day, and it was about, uh, the fear of nuclear holocaust. Yeah. And this guy was like, man, I've been an expert in nuclear, like, uh... I don't know, like Holocaust kind of that kind of research for like 30 years or 50 years or something like that. And he's like, I've never been less afraid than I am now. He said, yeah. we should be more afraid than we are. But we, people just like, uh, you know, pretend like it's not it's such a big deal. Like Trump threatens nu- like using nukes. And like, he's like, we, he doesn't understand what that means. Like he does, like that's the end of the human race as we know it. If we yeah. start throwing nukes. Well, nukes I gotta say when I hear Trump talk about that, he's like, listen, like, why do we have, why do we have to have bad relationships with Russia? Why is it, bad that we're increasing our, our our contact and our trade with them like that should be a good thing we don't want them as an enemy it's like yeah no shit like why is everyone demanding that we be go go to war with russia i don't understand well because i think that there's some people in that know history and like you don't give in to dictators demands yeah but you because can trade with them he's not I, what what demands are these i don't like which eastern demands? eastern europe yeah, i think eastern europe will fall to to 
to Russia. He'll take all of you. You he'll take all of Ukraine. He'll take Lithuania. He'll well, take all the Baltics. That doesn't happen yet. And he took Crimea. And as we talked about before, has a legit claim to it. And is taking the rest of Eastern Europe, Ukraine. Yeah, and well, has somewhat of a claim to to Ukraine. Has somewhat part, of a claim to, to the, the Baltic, eastern parts, to yeah. the Baltic parts of uh, the all the Baltics. Yeah. They have a claim to it. I know they do. So they have a historical legitimacy in in that area. Same as Germany, though. Yeah, like you want to hear. A cool but I mean, those big countries—they're just imperialists. They want to hear, hear a cool story? Yeah, always. So uh, the Baltic countries uh, back in the day before, like Germany came around, back before it was the it was still the Holy Roman Empire and a large part of where Germany we call it now. Uh, and so up in the Baltic states, there is these like mini states called the Teutonic states or the Teuton states. Yeah, down by like Prussia, right? Uh, yeah, like up, like so up by the Baltic Sea. If we were like thinking like just kind of just beneath Norway, yeah, east and of Finland. Denmark, northern, yeah. northeast yeah. of Germany and Poland. Yeah, so these there. Teutonic knights came back from. It was part of the Northern Crusades. So there's something I didn't know before I started teaching it is that there wasn't just Southern Crusades like into the Holy Land, but there's Northern Crusades because there's still pagans up north. And so then they would they would send these knights from the uh, the from Rome, and they would go up and uh, and uh, pillage and and convert quote unquote at the end of a sword these pagans to to Christianity, and so uh, these Teutonic knights settled in the area, and uh, when uh, Lutheranism when Luther uh, set off the Reformation right when he started telling everybody that they could move against the Catholic Church they could criticize the Catholic Church what the Catholic Church held in Europe at that time was one-sixth of the land mass. And so using the ideas of the Reformation, the head of the Teutonic Knights is a guy named Arthur. He decided he was going to seize all the land of the Catholic Church that was in within his realm. And he was going to change his name from a grandmaster monk to a king. And in doing so, and he said that now he's a Protestant. And now, oh, the Catholic Church can't have any of this land because they don't have any sway in this this is a this is now a protestant nation and so then he took all the land from from the catholic church so this set off a precedent and then just a few years later king henry the eighth would do the same thing in england with the church of england uh he would take the the catholic church owned one third of the land in england and very nice land and he took all of it and he and he created the gentry clash with, with it which would later become the landowning class which would kick all the americans out so they'd have to go to the states Wow. Yeah, world history in like three <laughs> yeah. seconds. Well, a lot of history just got recovered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Catholic church back in the day, so ridiculously powerful. So powerful. Man, I've been looking into one of my favorite families that I never knew about. was uh, They're called the De Medici. De Medici in Florence, and, yeah. Man, love De Medici. Yeah. I love teaching about them. They're like the original so, like Goldman Sachs kind of thing. Like oh, yeah, Goldman Sachs or like, or like the mafia family. It's hard to say. Like they had yeah. popes by the end of it. Yeah. They had like two or three popes in well, a row. You know what? Uh, the Medici's uh, were in no small part responsible for the uh, not the Renaissance so much as all the Renaissance art. Like they paid yeah. like Michelangelo and Donatello. Yeah, I would, I would, I would argue. I tried to make the argument to my students that that the de Medici were at the root of it. Yeah, definitely. like their influence with their the money that they had so and their ideas of they were of like not the just like instead you know? of just. But the thing is, they're like oh, it's hard to say Rockefellers. It's like it's like a big family that invests in a lot of music because. These guys were spending all their money on like basically worthless stuff, like statues that were considered yeah. sodomites, like yeah, right. that the church would like destroy if they could do it, you know. Yeah. So like the Medici, in a lot of ways, they were they were like you know they they allowed the Renaissance to happen because the Renaissance none of those guys would have had jobs if it hadn't been for the Medici paying yeah, for. I it. guess I mean like the Rockefellers in the sense that like one family that was at 
at one point the center of totally. political attention. Like totally, and the gravitas, and then and then also just the the willingness to just be like, we're gonna invest. We're know what we're gonna do with this art. Yeah, I don't know how much it gave them, but at the same time, Wicked, like a lot of stuff came out of yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. I da was Vinci, actually reading Michelangelo, that, uh, Raphael, all of them were paid by the De Medici family. I was reading that the Medici family is to this day very, very rich and powerful in, in well, the region. Well, uh, did you know? So uh, eventually, Catherine de Medici, she would be the last of de Medici of the, the ruling um, uh, family. And she would marry into, in the last two years before she died, she would marry into a family that was the Bourbon family, that would oh. become the Bourbons. Before. Before, before they became the wow, Bourbons. And, they, and so that was the family. And then also... Um, the Bourbon family, the, of course. Remember uh, how I mentioned that two, those Teutonic Knights earlier? Yeah. Remember Arthur from the Teutonic Knights from earlier? Yeah. Well, he would be, go on to produce the Hohenzollerns. The who? The Hohenzollerns. Are you familiar with that royal family? Unfamiliar. They're like the uh, the Austro-Hungarian Empire's family. Oh yeah. They would become like the the most powerful family in Europe. Cool. By far. The Habsburgs. Yeah, Habsburg Habsburg Hohenzollern is the they it's a spliced name. Yeah. So you say Habsburg Hohenzollern. Yeah, yeah the Bourbons, of course. Uh, the King Louis. Yeah, King that. Louis, famous son king, gets his head chopped off. Yeah. But would be brought the Bourbons would be brought back right after, like he'd get his head chopped off. Uh, Napoleon. Yeah, like, comes actually, in. we're going back. But to then the, the kings, yeah, all the monarchies, all the monarchs come together and they bring back the Bourbon dynasty because yeah. it actually lasts a lot longer. French Revolution was obviously very hard for a lot of ruling families. Yeah, no doubt. I can imagine, like, oh yeah, we don't want that. Go back to the old boys. Yeah, I love the executions in history. My favorite thing is how they execute people or how they torture people. Yeah, uh, that's one What's of my favorite. What's your favorite execution? Favorite. Uh, <laughs> I like drawn quartered. Oh yeah, yeah. Tar and feather. That's, uh, not, that's more punishment. Tar and feathers. Yeah, more revolutionary war in America. I think it's Dra- more drawn and punishment. Drawn than and quartered execution. is like when you're you're stretched and then they cut you into four, yeah. or they get horses to pull yeah. you apart. That's from what I thought. Sides. They tie each of your arms and legs to a different horse yeah. and then send it off. Yeah. Ooh, that's savage that's savage yeah yeah that's an awesome way to die though like if you're gonna die you might as well die like cool yeah i was reading about uh the the, <laughs> the ancient uh ancient world and how their like punishments were like super biblical in the sense that like when they wanted to punish you they'd like hollow out your whole family kill them all in front of you and then and then, and then like blind you so that was the last thing you ever saw Oh, well. <laughs> like, holy fuck. It's intense. Oh, I want to hear a more intense. I can one-up that one for sure. I don't I don't know if I want to hear it. <laughs> I can definitely one it up. So uh, the British in India, uh, they... So what happened is the British had moved into an area that was like in the interior, and the interior was something that the British never really... They kind of ruled it by the sword, whereas yeah. the, uh, the coast was more ruled by princely states, so they didn't have to have as much aggression in that area. So they moved into an area, and they and kind of said just set up a village of like white people. Uh, missionaries and that kind of thing and but the indians like d- didn't want them there at all and so they there there i know there was conflict before this that set it off uh stealing of land maybe they killed some of the locals or something like that anyway so the locals came and and killed everybody in the village uh but a few people escaped down a river uh and while they burnt the village to the ground they, and they shot fire arrows at them while they're on this raft and the raft is like catching on fire and like these people are like half dying like they're like you know only only like a handful escape if like one escapes and uh so the british come back in force like with like a couple army regiments and uh take all the men in the surrounding countryside and, and town and uh, bring them into this town square you know india like has tons of people right so like it's something like they killed like 
I, I want to say it's in the tens of thousands, like 10,000 men. And they took them and they, they went in the town square where there's like the, um, the well. And they would, uh, they lined them up Muslim, then uh, Hindu, then Muslim, then Hindu, then Muslim, then Hindu, and like crisscross them. And then they would chop off the guy's head and then they would make the guy behind him lick his blood. Whatever, it's one of them isn't allowed to take the blood, there isn't allowed to drink the blood of like a Hindu, it makes you impure. And if you drink the blood of a human, you're impure to both religions. So they would chop off their heads so that right before they died, they would ensure that they would go to hell. But the British didn't believe in any of that, but they knew that those people believed in it. They knew that the Hindus and Muslims believed that if they drank the blood of a human, they would go to hell. So they did it right before they chopped off their heads. They say that the blood came up and over the well and then streamed out into the streets. And it was just like blood, like thick, thick blood, pools of blood. Dick move, Britain. Yeah, Britain. Dick move. But uh, welcome to the Roche. Welcome to the Roche, mate. Australian. Oh well, <laughs> spent some, down under. Spend some time down under. After after I raped that chicken in India, <laughs> I'd have called him Chazwazzles. <laughs> Chazwazzle. <laughs> yeah. I'd call them Chazwazzles. I'd call them Chaz Bullfrog. I'd have called them Chazwazzles. <laughs> I miss The Simpsons back when it was good, man. The show's so funny. Yeah. So, um, announcements. Uh, well, we got a show to announce. Pretty pumped. Oh, big show, big show, big show. We actually do it at this time. We've been teasing this one for a while. Yeah, time. let's do it. All right. So on April 28th, uh, B and I here are going to be running a show. It's going to be called Rock Against Racism. we got a bunch of local uh, talent that's going to be coming and playing some sets. And we're going to, it's going to be a benefit concert for the iHuman Youth Society. So uh, our first act up, we got uh, Gray which is a local uh, blues kind of rock band. Uh, they got a singer named Karima and a uh, pretty awesome band. Then we also got... Who, the we got uh, um, a friend of the show called A Gentleman's Pact, which is a punk rock punk rock folk band. It's pretty killer. They were on uh, studio sessions a few weeks ago. They're going to be coming down helping, out, helping us out as well. Then we got Tatika. Tatika, yeah. Tatika. Tatika, she's a, a female hip-hop artist. She came up through iHuman she played at our last show our last uh, our show was called Bigger Than Hip Hop which was also a benefit concert for iHuman she came in and uh, played a killer set it was one of the best of the night nice uh, she's uh, obviously very involved at iHuman as well uh, loves to, would love to support so she's going to come down and play nice. as well and then uh, headlining the event we got a guy named Arlo Maverick Arlo Maverick uh, yeah. from Politic Live he's yeah. currently on the really CBC uh, spotlight uh, yeah he also just had an article released on Vice yeah he's doing him. great right now a uh, huge figure in the local hip hop scene really glad to have him in yeah definitely we're really stoked to have him that was kind of why we've been waiting just to make sure all our artists were confirmed yeah so, we don't like to premature yeah, you know, so, you know guys, right? Not so pretty, <laughs> pretty stoked on this. Watch out for posters and stuff coming at you, handbills, all that. Yeah, I think uh, we'll event be, should go on live tonight or tomorrow. You, uh, you live listeners and you newswired uh, fans out there, aficionados, aficionados. Yeah, you guys get the first update. Uh, it'll be officially released uh, uh, probably tomorrow, I imagine, with all the Facebook, all, all the posters and up like stuff like that. So here to her first, bam, boom, boom. Next show, and then of course we got the the night of Edmonton hip hop, which is two weeks before that at the Needle on April fourteenth. Nice, yeah. I'm playing uh, Act of Fool. Uh, Act of Fool. I can't go. Wait, what, what day is April it? April first. Oh, think. maybe I can't. Let me go. just let me look it up. Yeah, I'm going to Mexico on the third. Ooh, fun. Yeah, April first. Sweet. I'll be there. Uh, yeah, I'm playing the Saturday. Right on. Yeah, 
That'll be pretty fun. And then uh, it, it's a two day. Yeah, it's a two day. Where's it at? Sunday, sun, Saturday, Sunday at uh, Starlight Room. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, it'll be fun. And then we got uh, our show, our next uh, fundraiser for Zion Noise. We're doing it April seventh at uh, at a uh, King Edward Hall on the south side. Wicked. That'll be pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, news or not Newswire? That's this show. <laughs> uh, Studio sessions. Yeah, it might be going on TV. So, uh, Shaw TV called us out, and they said they wanted to have it for a show on local music videos. So nice. I don't know if that's a solid move or not, but uh, keep your eyes open for that. Nice. Um, this Saturday, also, we got a little fundraiser thing on the north side. One of my buddies, I guess he goes into this Kel's own place, and they want to do a fundraiser for these runners, and they also said they'd pay us to do some music. So. Well, you know what I'm always down with? DJ. Kel's Yeah. I'm down with Calzones for All sure. All the time. I cannot get enough Calzones. I've heard, I've heard I wish things. we had a Calzone right now. Calzone Place, if you want to sponsor the show, <laughs> <laughs> we'll eat your food. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's on the north side. I don't know where. But All right. That's cool. Yeah. Guy named Batista's Calzones. Batista. Oh, do you think? Is it uh, Fulgencio? He left Cuba and fled to Edmonton <laughs> to open a That's exactly. Place? I bet you it is. I bet you it's his son. Make a killer Calzone. I bet you it's his son. Fuck yeah. Live coming at you this Saturday. <laughs> uh, other announcements? Um, I can't think of any other than that. Uh, oh, our Zion Noise. We're doing a uh, Indiegogo campaign, and we've raised two hundred ninety-five bucks out of five hundred. That's so. going to the uh, the burning thing, right? Yeah, the effigy. Yeah, the effigy. So we only have like two hundred bucks left to raise. I'm pretty confident we'll be able to raise that. So thanks. Go to our contributors and uh, look for. Definitely, you want to uh, if you have some extra cash, throw it in there because the, the what we're giving out in the in the packs is is definitely worth its its money. And um, you're also gonna get a, your name put on a plaque that's gonna be burnt in the effigy. So there's definitely gonna be like media taken of that and stuff like. So that's gonna be pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you're gonna be like uh, immortalized for well. What's the opposite of immortalized? Burnt in the fires. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be pretty cool. I mean, we're changing our name this year, so it'll be kind of cool to kind of burn the old. Yeah. Coming with the ashes new. to ashes, all that. Yeah, exactly. What's the new name again? I remember you told Odyssey, me. Odyssey. Which is our, our theme this year. Yeah. So then it's the like f- the transition one. Yeah. And it's also our fifth year, so it's nice to transition now. How long was Homer on the Odyssey? I have no clue. I think it was longer than five years. I think it was like a long ass time <laughs> in the Iliad. Yeah. Well, hopefully it sticks around for a long time because yeah. coming up with a new name was hard. Yeah. Especially when you have so many people, you got to like <sighs> get on board with it. No a clue. name is a, you know, a, what's in a name as they say, but a lot or not much. I don't know. I'm a name. I like names. I like good names. So yeah, it took us a while to, to come up with a good name. That's rad. Cool. Well, um, if wrap you it? don't have anything else, we'll wrap it up. I think I don't. Rapper, rapper. Yeah. We finally announced the show. I'm pumped. Oh, finally. Finally. Uh, we're going to go with a track here. Uh, this coming up track is going to be called Higher by a new artist we have here on the radio named Tarion. Oh, I thought it was Creed. Oh, could we? No. Oh, Tarion. That's, uh, they're awesome. They played on the market stage this year, last year at Astral. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, she's a kind of relatively new artist to the radio. Yeah, I so. didn't catch uh, all the acts that are played on the stage, but caught that one. Sweet. We'll, we'll be going out to right away. So is that everything? Good. We're good? We're all good. right. Well, from Newswired, I'm free. I'm B. Catch us here next Wednesday, 7 p.m. We're going to be talking about some cool stuff. 
who knows what's going to be happening in this crazy Trump world that we now live in. So you never know. We never know. It's a, it's a constant curveball, but we love it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, this has been Newswired, and this track is uh, Hired by Terry. And peace out, everybody. Boom. Can you take me higher? Higher. Mm-hmm.